Welcome to the Writing with Coach McCoach podcast, a podcast for busy writers who want to cut through the fluff with exact strategies for launching their author career. I'm Katie McCoach, your book coach, guide, unqualified therapist, and cheerleader. Since 2012, I've helped hundreds of writers become authors, gain confidence, and grow their best stories yet. Let's do the same for you. This is the Writing with Coach McCoach podcast. This podcast is for the person who wrote a book for the first time. So let's say it's 2022. As of this recording, it is October 2022. And while locked up at home for the past two years, you decided to write a book for the first time ever. You've never studied writing. You have no idea what you're doing, really. But you wrote a book and you actually love it. Sure, the writing might not be up to par, but you love the story, you are the story, and you want to share the story. What comes next? It's really difficult when you first start out to figure out where do you go from here. It is amazing that you wrote a book. So whether you have written one, you've written five, or you're writing your first one, just doing that alone is huge. And I want you to recognize that most people want to write a book. Most people don't actually do it. So if you are one of those people who've finished your first draft and you're holding it in your hands and you're like, okay, now what? I want you to first congratulate yourself. That is amazing. But now you might be wondering, okay, but what can I do with this? Do I want to publish it? I don't even know what that really looks like. What does it mean? what is the next step so I I believe every path is different you're everyone comes to writing in a bit of a different way and the path they take to get to the point where maybe they eventually are published is always different um, sometimes people will talk to friends who are writers and they'll connect to writing groups some people look up on Google what do you do to get published or what's next and they just start pitching their book right away because that's what you're supposed to do. Or they reach out to an editor right away and maybe an editor might be like, you know, it's a little soon, maybe you need to take some classes. So there's just this constant like, what do you do next? I wrote a book, now what? And so for those people who are just starting out or really are new to the publishing world, don't even really understand, that there is this specific publishing world, then this podcast is for you. Because I constantly get uh, interest, I get potential clients who come and there's it's the first time they wrote a book, they've never shared it with anyone, and they want to do something with it. And they were, they were told or they heard, get an editor. And sometimes the, the base level knowledge that that person needs um, might not be quite there yet but it's also kind of like okay but where do I direct you Um, because there's so much you can learn on your own but there's so much that someone could just hold your hand and take you through it right so this podcast is that very first step for anyone who is in that stage of what in the world do I even do with this do I even want to do anything with this this is for you and I hope it helps I have decided came up with a list and I think there are about 10 things that all writers need to know or do in order to 
move to the next step. You wrote a book, now what's next? So here are the top very, very initial things to do and think about. Number one, what do you want to do with this? This is a big question and I made it first because I think it's important to think about like, what do you want to do with this book? You wrote a book, which is freaking awesome, but now what? Are you, do you want to publish it? Do you just want to put it away? Do you want to learn all you can so you can say, hey, I freaking mastered this craft. Uh, side note, not sure anyone can master the craft of writing because it is always evolving and changing. You can always learn, but you can decide I'm going to get really freaking good at writing. Um, I want to learn all I can and then decide what to do with this. I want to, I just want to know I wrote the best book ever. I'm just going to share it with my friends and family. I don't care if anyone reads it. I want everyone to read it. I want to be published. I don't care if I'm published. There are so many things to consider. A lot of times writers in this stage, maybe they've wrote a book and they're like, I really, I don't know what I want to do with it. And that's fine. I list this as the first thing to think about because it will impact the steps you take. So really try and get in touch with like, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to keep writing or do you just want to publish this one book or what do you want? But consider the next, I'll give you nine more things that I want you to think about because those might help you decide, do you, do I even want to do something with this? Or was that fun? That was a cool experience. And I, I don't want to get into the world of trying to publish a book. So then this leads me to number two. If you do decide to move forward, whatever that step may be, to write a better book, to edit the book, to make a new draft, to try to publish, whatever you do decide to move into the next step four, I want you then to move into this question of who are you doing it for? I think it's important to get in touch with the who because this is going to kind of lead you through why as well. Who are you doing it for will lead to why are you committed to it. And the more connected you are to the who and the why, then the easier it will be to continue this process, no matter how difficult it might be. And it will be along the way at times. So let's think about who you're doing it for. Are you trying to get a book written, uh, published or just the best book ever because you want to do it for yourself. You want to prove to yourself you have what it takes. You want to prove to yourself you can learn new skills at any age of your life. Do you want to do it for your kids? Maybe you wrote a book for your kids and so you want to share the book with more people because your kids love it or you just want to publish and hold the book in your hand because that would mean a lot to give to your children. Or are you doing it for the showing your kids, hey, if you want to do something, put a work into it and you can do it. Do you have a specific reader in mind? Maybe this is for the version of yourself, you know, when you were younger that you wish you had had this book. Or it's for kids who 
are going through difficult struggles in school or it's for someone who um, struggles with their identity you know maybe you have someone in mind you're like this story is for this person that's who I'm writing for I really want this out there for that person and then lastly consider who you want and who you do not want to see this book that can be important too who are you not doing it for who do you not want to see this who do you hope will never know about it and if that's you know you want everyone to know then hell yeah let's go for it you know if there are people you don't want to know maybe then you think about that is there uh what are the reasons behind that can you still do this um and not reveal to others that you've done it which you know you could use a pen name but you need to consider all the different things of who you are doing this for because ultimately I feel like that's connected to then why you're gonna pursue it why is it important to you it's because you're writing the book that you wish you had when you were a kid or you're you wrote the book that you wish you could read right now and so you're doing it for you you're doing it for you as a reader so 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 far I want you to think about what do you want to do with this and then who are you doing it for now say that you've gotten to the point where you you do want to try to get published that's your goal you're you want to get published and you're doing it for yourself let's just go with that because you want to see your work out in the world you want to share it with others um, now let's move into what's next what you need to know when you've decided those things here's where you go from there the third thing you need to know is that if you move down this path your end product will look very different than what you have right now so I know that you love the story you love it the way it came out it's your baby but if you go down the path of trying to get this published and growing as a writer then what you have right now it's it's gonna look very different in the end after you've put a lot of work into it and you've you've really put everything you have into it this what you can hold in your hands right now is is gonna look maybe vaguely similar to what you have in the end it's going to be an inspiration it's going to be your great starting point but I do truly believe that your end product is gonna end up looking very different and that's great I think that's awesome I think that it sounds scary and that's why I wanted to make it clear that this is something you need to you know accept at this point because if you're going down this path then what you have now is not gonna be what you end up with but I will tell you that that's gonna be very rewarding in the end you are gonna be so impressed with what you do end up with that it will all be worth it but there's ego involved so I, I need you to let your ego off the hook a little bit and say hey right now we're really proud of what we've done and that's great but this was our starting point and we're gonna end up somewhere different and that's gonna be awesome all right number four there is a ton you can learn about writing to improve your craft if you want to and I think that's important to clarify that if you decide I don't want to learn anything new I'm good the way it is that is fine that's up to you 
where you go from here might be a little more limited. Your options might be more limited. Say if you were trying to get published and you decide, well, I'm not going to learn a new thing about writing, you might have more difficulty getting published in certain avenues. Um, but there are options for you to do it on your own if that's what you want and you don't want to do anything more to this book. However, I, I assume that if you're listening to this podcast and you've gotten to this point, you know why you're doing this, then you are ready to learn. And there is an abundance of information out there. And there are so many different ways that you can go about learning. I think it's important that you figure out your best method of learning. Um, some people are visual, some are tactical. Um, shoot, I forget what the other one is. But there are different ways you can really consume content and then apply the work. So think about your learning style and what you want to walk away with. Um, so you could take a class on specific things and say, I really want to get good at this specific thing about writing. Like for example, I teach a, I have a workshop that you can purchase on my website. It's called Dipping Below the Surface with Deep Point of View. If you don't know what Deep Point of View is, or if you do and you really want to get better at it, that's a workshop that's perfect because it's all about that topic and you can just dive right into it and learn more about that specific topic. Now, if you're someone who's like, well, I want to learn how to write a good story. All right. <laughs> well, that's a little more vague. That's a little more open, but there are so many ways you can do that. You can read books, craft books. You can read articles. You can take classes, the basics of a story. You could take community college classes. You could go to um, an extension program in a school. You could even try and get your MFA. Um, I would say that's later on down the line, but it's an option. There are different things that you can do to try to learn what maybe some people might call the basics of writing, um, but it's important to know that there's no one path to learning. There are endless ways that you can learn, and there's endless um, options out there for you audio books, there's podcasts, there's courses, blog articles, just honestly, just so much. You could just hire a book coach and they can lead you through the process. You know, there are so many options for you. So consider what is ideal for your learning style um, and start there. So next, I want you to think about, now we're going to look into the future a little bit. You've decided you want to do something with this book. Maybe you're not sure exactly what, but you're like, I, I want to see this published. Okay. I want you to know that getting your book published is a whole thing. <laughs> um, it's possible that everything, everything you think you know about books and publishing um, is going to be tested. I thought I knew a lot about writing, writing stories, and I studied writing in college, I studied it in high school, I majored in creative writing, so I thought I knew so much about writing. What I didn't know was the other side, which was publishing. Publishing was a totally different beast that did not make sense to me. 
When I left college and I started doing internships and started trying to get a job in publishing, wow, the amount of things that I had to learn about how publishing worked was, it was pretty mind-blowing to be honest. That wasn't something that was taught, and in school at least. Ironic, and that's a topic for another day. But I say this because there are a lot of people who who are like, okay, I'm going to get my book published, but like the amount of information you need to learn about how publishing even works is really quite abundant, and it's really fascinating. And so I'm going to give you a quick breakdown because I think it's important that everyone knows like, oh, that's how it works. And then next I want to talk about different paths. But first, let's talk about my fifth tip of what you need to know is that getting your book published is just a whole thing. So let's have an overview. Um, I First, I want you to know that it's important to just focus on your work and growing, but I think it's also good to know an overview so you have that in the back of your head as you're thinking about where you're going. Basically, the situation is that when you think of publishing, a lot of people think of larger publishing houses, like they think about the books in the store. So how do you get your book in the store? Well, the most common path is to get published with a one of the large publishing houses. That would be someone like HarperCollins or Penguin, Random House. So um, there are other big ones, of course, but that's your typical, like that's how you get published, that's how your book gets in the store. How do you get there? Well, in order to get published with a publisher, let's say we are trying to get published with HarperCollins. Your step, your pathway to get to this point is first you pitch your finished book to an agent, a literary agent. And that agent will say, yes. So let's say everything goes perfect. You pitch your book to a literary agent, they're on board, you now they are representing you and it's for a fee it shouldn't cost anything to get an agent it's you they make money when your book publishes they get a royalty or they get a percentage of what you make so you get your agent your agent is the one who now goes and they take that book and they try to sell it to an acquiring editor and the acquiring editor is the person at, say, HarperCollins, who is going to essentially buy the book and say, we want this book, we're gonna publish it. So it's the path is you get an agent, your agent pitches your book to acquiring editors, the acquiring editor buys the book for the publishing house and the publishing house publishes it. So there are several steps involved if you decide to go on this pathway. The great thing about these bigger publishers is typically that there's uh, there's more money behind them there's more distribution meaning that they can get into more bookstores um, 
and the publishing house will front all the costs. So you don't have to put any money into this book, um, at least for getting it produced. Now you could, you could hire people on your own, like say you hired someone to work on the book with you, like a developmental editor or a book coach, that's outside of what you would get from your publishing company. The publishing company is going to hire all the different levels of editors. That's a topic for another podcast, but you have your acquiring editor, um, content, usually that's involved with acquiring editor, and then copy editors and proofreaders. But um, it's important to just know that the publishing house, when you work with them, they're going to be the ones who put the book up for print. They're going to get the editors. They're going to get the book designers. They're going to distribute the book. And then they take a percentage, obviously, of what's made. And then you get a percentage of that. So, of course, they're going to make money. You're going to make money. It's a great situation. However, then this brings me to, I, I decided to make this number six. The sixth thing you need to know about publishing um, or about you wrote a book and you're ready to move forward. What's the sixth thing you need to know? And the sixth thing is that there are new pathways to getting published. So self-publishing is also an option. And I want you to know that traditional publishing, going through and getting an agent and then having the agent sell it to an editor, editor who is part of the house, them publishing your book, that is traditional publishing. And then there's self-publishing. And there's kind of some options in between. So I'm going to break down just a quick few different things because I want you to know of what potential options there are for you. So self-publishing is instead of you pitching the book to someone and someone saying, yep, we'll take it, we'll buy it, we'll produce it, we'll put it out in the market. Instead, you are doing all of that. So you decide when your book is ready, you hire your copy editor and your proofreaders, your book designer, your formatter, you put the book up online, you try to get it into different stores. It You are a business owner. You are doing everything. You are doing all the steps. The caveat is, you know, you pay for everything. However, on the flip side, no, you're not sharing your royalties with anyone except the distributing platforms like Amazon. So that's why a lot of people love self-publishing because they have full total control. A book publisher is not telling them what to do, how to do it, and they get to keep all the money and they so they can make more potentially but of course both of these are their their own challenged paths they're going to be different difficult no matter which way you go and then of course there's still traditional publishing which is maybe you're not necessarily trying to get with the biggest house ever like Harper Collins instead maybe you go to a smaller publishing house sometimes you can skip the agent path if you go straight with a smaller publisher. And that can be great for many people, especially when they're they're building up their portfolio and career. This is a great move to really get your foot in the door, really establish yourself as an author, and then eventually maybe you take your books to another publisher as you gain traction. So there are many different paths. Um, there's so many more nuances to that, and I, I really want you to look into it when you're at that stage. 
However, at this point in time, I think it's important that you just at least have an idea of what's involved, but don't spend too much time planning for that next step yet because the most important thing you need, the only thing that's going to get you to those steps is having a very solid book. So no matter if you publish on your own or you get a house to back your book, you need the best book you could ever write. And so that's what these the next steps are going to take you there. So that's the most important thing. You need to go back to the book, go back to your work, and make it as strong as possible. But it's important to have that overview in mind. So that was number five, getting your book published is a whole thing. Number six, traditional publishing and self-publishing are different. And then this leads me to number seven, you are not ready to pitch your book right away. So I just told you, you know, if you want to get published, you got to get an agent who then sells your book to acquiring editors. A lot of people hear this part of the process and they say, okay, I'm sending my book to the agents right now. And the hard truth is if you just wrote a book, and especially if this is your first book ever, you are not ready for that step. A lot of people will take that step. And then what I hear is they come back a couple of years later, they're like, yep, did that too soon. <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, I pitched before I was ready. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that term, that phrase, I've pitched before I was ready. The, the one great thing is about publishing is that books are always being published. And so you're, you didn't lose your opportunity if you did do that process and you already have pitched your book and didn't recognize that there's more involved, that's okay. Um, just make sure you don't burn any bridges. Do not be mean to anyone because you will be remembered in not a good way. And just say, okay, that was a learning process. I am going to do better next time. I will make sure I'm ready before I do it again. So, but if you have not yet done that step, I love your your go get them spirit to go ahead and just like try to launch forward and do it, but there's so much involved before you get to that point where your book is ready for that stage. And so my next few tips hopefully will help you get there, but I just want you to know that right now your book has some work and a little TLC that's needed before you are ready to pitch. I'm just trying to save you a little turmoil, a little effort, um, and maybe a little embarrassment. But if you do it too soon, just it's okay. It was a learning experience. Just don't burn any bridges and you can have a chance to try again in the future. Now let's talk about number eight. A thing you need to know is that every writer was once where you are now. Every writer started at the bare bones and they grew and they grew until they were in a place where they were able to get published. So writing can look really intimidating as you start to learn new things. You can feel overwhelmed by all the things there is to learn about writing, especially if you decide that you're going to self-publish, you are taking on even more stuff that you have to learn. But I want you to always keep in mind that obstacles are just action steps. So every time you see something like, wow, uh, I have to do X, Y, and Z to get there, 
Well, now you know what you have to do, X, Y, and Z. So you have a clear path on how to tackle it. Sometimes the path is not clear, and that's a lot of what writing is. It's kind of, um, it's this weird thing where you, you can spend a lot of time kind of circling around things, but eventually what happens is you, you consume a lot of information, and then there will be this one time where finally you consume something that just like, boom, everything clicks into place, everything you've learned up to that point. Now suddenly, you know exactly what to do. So I always say, you know, it could take you 99 times to hear something. And that 100th time is the time that it clicks. And every time before that, those 99 times before, suddenly all makes sense. And now you've got 100 times more knowledge than you had. Even though you went into the 100th time thinking, man, I have nothing on. I have no knowledge on this. But it's not true. You just needed that right piece to click into place. And now you have so much to fall back on. So when you feel intimidated and you think there's no way I'm going to get to that point, just keep in mind that this it's a long journey, but everyone who is on the journey, who's on the path, who's been published, they were once in your shoes. They were once learning about the publishing process. They were once learning how to write the stronger book. They wrote their first book and were wondering, what in the world do I do? What comes next? So that's awesome. That's inspiration because it shows where you can, where you can go if you stay committed. Let's go to number nine. This is a big one. Um, and I think it's really important because I don't think I've ever heard someone say when they do this step that it's backfired. Number nine is make writer friends, join groups, meet other writers. I've heard a lot of people say, I wish I had found a community sooner. I thought I needed to do it alone. I was afraid of being connected to other writers. I was afraid of sharing my work. And every single time they wish they had done it sooner because the moment they did build that community, it changed everything. The support, the camaraderie, the ability to know you're not alone in the process, to learn from others, to help others, to gain feedback, to give feedback. Every single person I know who has ultimately become part of a writing community has been so happy. So I think that is one of the most important things you can do is to find people who are also writing. There are different ways you can do this. So you can connect with their Facebook groups for writers. If you do some sort of event like NaNoWriMo, which is coming up, that's a great way where you can connect with local and online writers who are also participating in the same event at the same time. You can take classes because that's how you can meet other writers who are also trying to learn what you are. Listen to podcasts and then find the listeners, you know, through comments, through Facebook groups. Um, can talk to anyone you know who's also a writer and say, hey, where do you hang out? There are online websites, there's communities, there's, um, there are writing organizations. So you can apply um, and become a member of maybe a local writing, writing organization um, or 
an international one and they might have local chapters. So for example, there's the Sisters in Crime. They are writers who write um, mystery thriller crime and, and they have local chapters. And then those local chapters will have local meetings and things like that where you can meet other writers who are writing in the same genre as you. So there are so many organizations out there too that do this because we know that community is so important. And also conferences. You can go to conferences, virtual or in person, and meet other writers. So I highly recommend this because it, it really is a game changer and having that support and other people who get what you're going through is huge. I mean, I even have this with editors. The mo you know, as when I started in 2012, I started as a freelance developmental editor and there weren't really many people who were doing what I was doing. It was hard to find others who were specifically developmental editors, meaning they just worked with the story. There were a lot of copy editors, but that's not what I did. And I really struggled to find a community of people and it just felt lonely. And there were so many things I was going through that was, was really hard. And I couldn't really talk to anyone about it because they didn't really understand. I mean, I was running a freelance business. I started a business by myself doing something that not many people were really doing. So I didn't have really much to go on. Then a few years in, I connected with a group of editors who were pulled together through a contest. And that was the beginning of having a few people who also did something like I did. And then we turned into our own little, we created the Slack group, we started talking more often, we eventually created our own contest together. And that's where RevPit, Revise, and Resub was born. And now I feel like I have coworkers because I get to talk to colleagues all day and they all understand the same thing. Like those nitty gritty things that you just, people outside of it just don't really understand those, the nuances of that, that role of what we're going through. And it is so helpful to know you are not alone and to support others, to lift each other up, to validate our experiences too. So that's why I really do think that having a community of writers connecting with others is huge. Um, if you are really like, I don't know where to begin. Well, you're in luck. I have started my own community of writers. So I currently run Author Growth Corner, which is a community where knowledge and application meet. So it is a group coaching slash critique group. What happens is once a month, in the beginning of the month, I teach a topic. I give a masterclass on a new topic relating to writing, editing, publishing. And then later in the month, there is a live critique session, which is facilitated by myself. And I provide feedback to the writers on the call, and then they also get some peer feedback from other writers on the call. So it's facilitated by a book coach, which I believe helps keep some of that, the tension 
out of the situation because we're really here to learn from um, essentially my advice, um, what a book coach has to say, a professional, and then also you get to hear from other writers. So it's a nice way to have a professional um, take on something and also get pure feedback. And the awesome thing about Author Growth Corner, which I love, is that um, it's a really supportive group of writers. And these are all writers who are determined to grow and become stronger. They are ready to become the next version of their selves as a writer. They are ready to publish. Some of them are published. Some of them are self-published, traditional published. Um, some are pitching. Some are in the early stages. And it's really nice because you can find, you see what other people are going through. Um, you, there's also the opportunity for others to ask questions. So you get group coaching, but you see like, oh, this is what other people are wondering about. I didn't even think about that. That is something I'm so glad I know now. So if you are looking for a community, there are so many avenues for you. But if you're kind of lost in the weeds, then join Author Growth Corner. Link in the show notes. And or you can visit katiemccoach.com and you can find it there and you can join our group and begin to find that community of supportive writers. All right, and this leads me to number 10, my final piece of advice when you have just wrote that book and you're ready to do what comes next. This might be something that not everyone will agree with. Um, but it's something that I've really been thinking about and I feel that it just would be ideal for many people. So essentially my final tip is I encourage you, especially if you're really quite new in this world, I encourage you to take a learning year. Basically spend one year learning everything you can. Read the craft books, look into resources, take workshops. If this is your first time writing a book, look at this year of just a learning all you can and consume so much that you will be able to look back and be like, dang, I know so much more than I knew a year ago. And I'm not saying stop writing. Don't do that. Definitely keep writing. I think that it's great to actually maybe even write something else in the meantime than the book that you've just finished. So maybe work on some new things, maybe not like your sole project, because what I have seen and what I've done, I've experienced myself is we have our sole project and we try to learn through working on that project. And I think that there's so much that can be said for that, like th that can be very valuable. What I've found to be really interesting is when I see an author grow in, in a year, six months to a year, their skill set is so different that when they're trying to constantly keep editing that for that original version they wrote, um, they're not in the same place anymore. And so it's hard to get that to edit upwards um, at such a when there's such a steep like difference of their skill set is so much stronger now. It's almost like if they just rewrote it, this new version would be like as if it was their 10th version of their book, their 10th revision, 
but it's actually only the second time they wrote it because they are in such a stronger place they know so much more so that is that's just my two cents that's something that I've noticed and experienced and but you could go through and use that project to learn and stuff I just think that it's really fascinating to to learn and consume content continue writing on other things and then come back to your work and be like wow holy cow I learned so much like I said and number three your end product is going to look very different than what you have right now that's just my two that's just my thought so if especially if you are newer to writing I mean take six months but I really think if you took just one year to really consume everything you could to just make it your learning year you're going to be so shocked at what you've learned and what you can now apply to your writing and the process after that it's going to be smoother more enjoyable it's going to be easier to recognize your growth as well because I feel that a lot of writers are so in the weeds um, they're working so hard on this one book it's words from their original version they're trying to edit it from their new state of knowledge and it gets a little muddled and it can be hard to see where all that growth has happened or is happening but if you really just took a year off wrote some other things and then came back to that soul project the project of your heart I think you would be just in complete awe and shock at where you are one year later that's not that much time I mean one year and you could just be you could find that if by taking that one year to really focus on consuming the content and then beginning to apply it you could find that in one year you have done five ten years worth of growth because you're so steady fast and dedicated but of course that's just my thought from things that I've seen over the years and from my own experience too all right those are the 10 things that I think writers need to know so let's recap real quick what comes next you've wrote a book now what number one what do you want to do with this number two who are you doing it for and why number three keep in mind your end product will look very different than what you have now number four there is a ton you can learn about writing to improve your craft if you want number five getting your book published is a whole thing number six traditional publishing and self-publishing are different number seven you are not ready to put your book right now eight writing can look intimidating as you start to learn new things but every writer was once where you are now nine make writer friends join groups find your community ten take a learning year consume everything you can for one year and you will be shocked at what you learn and where you end up those are my 10 pieces of advice for anyone who has just written their book for the first time and is wondering what in the world do I do next I would love to hear some advice that you have for others what would you do what have you done go ahead and shoot me a note over on Instagram at katiemccoach.com and let me know if you like this episode or the previous ones before this I would love it if you would give me a review on the whatever podcast app you are listening to that would be amazing I would love to continue to help other writers such as yourself
So this is one way that we can do that is to reach more writers. If you go ahead and give a rating, I will see you next time.